ladies and gentlemen. What you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. Call it treating your ear. I kindly ask that you halt all activities at the present. Well, look, boy, look, there in the churchyard. A sword! Oh, Archimedes, a sword! In medieval Britain, a young man would train as a squire before becoming a full-fledged knight. Watch it, boy! I'm David Ross. And I'm Daniel Bloom. The word squire derives from the late Latin scutarius, or shield-bearer. Better leave it alone! Okay, he's got to have a sword! Now, come on, quick, let's get out of here! For Cookie Monster and Funtcase, they bear the shield of Circus, the powerhouse label led by Flux Pavilion and Dr. P. That's what I say. Give the boy a chance. Go ahead, son. Here's a taste of their collaboration, Atom Bomb, from the album Circus 2, presented by Cookie Monster and Funtcase. It was New Year's Day, and we rode to the local venue Echo Stage in Washington, D.C. with a posse in tow. Molly and Ryan Martinez, both former guests of this program. You'll hear more from me in a while, but for now, we leave you in their supple, yet firm, ethnically ambiguous hands. That's not offensive, is it? No. We must be ready. Well, by Jove. What's the lad's name? So this is Molly and Ryan Martinez, and we are here with... Cookie Monster. Cookie. And you're about to go on stage. This is the fourth leg of your tour. What are you looking forward to about tonight's show? Loud music. You started making music on a PlayStation. Way back in the day. Playing about, yeah. I wouldn't call it music, I'd just call it playing about. (laughs) So you played PlayStation. (laughs) Yeah, I played the PlayStation. Um, How has your music evolved as technology has evolved? I don't know. Um, I suppose it's just more fun to make because it's more, I wouldn't say it's more easy to make, but it's more, you know, adaptable to life now, like traveling and, you know, you could just play about on the iPad or your iPhone, may sample that. So do you just get struck by creativity and you just have devices to just put it down? Yeah, of course. Is that where a lot of your songs come from? Um, yeah, um, a lot of samples are just from like YouTube as well, you know, just watching stupid stuff. And then I hear something, I'm just like, yeah, i got to sample that. Or just off a movie as well, you know. Lincoln really inspired you, right? Yeah. 
You see, there it is. Even in that 2,000-year-old book of mechanical law, it is a self-evident truth that things which are equal to the same thing are equal to each other. I rode into town on an ass. Yo mama's ass. So you're so grimy, just so dark, so dirty. Why, what appeals to you about that? Why is that your go-to? It's just me. It's just me. Like every single type of music I've listened to before, um, I've always listened to the harder, darker, dirtier types of the music. So if it's, um, you know, any sort of bass music, I would always just be attracted to the low sub-end and just horrible, weird sounds. And then obviously dubstep came along and I was just like, boy, this is me. So. Wait a minute. If you weren't making music, what would you be doing right now? I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. Probably just hating my life, hating my job getting wasted every single weekend and having no money while doing it. You sound like all the boys I date. Yeah. <laughs> I would have probably dated you back then then. Cool. Have you had any trouble with your brand? Like in terms of copyright or anything like that? I've had a lot of questions about this and I'm surprised that I haven't. My name is Cookie Monster. You can fuck up. This track is called So Vexed by Cookie Monster, aka Tony Cook. Appropriately, we're also listening to the Funk Case remix. And now, here's Molly and Ryan Martinez with the masked man himself. All right, welcome to Madcap DC. We are here with Funk Case, a.k.a. James Hazel. Um, so what are uh, some differences in audience you see from UK to US? Um, the US seems to embrace the music a whole lot more, and they appreciate when artists come to their to their city. Obviously, UK, we they see us a lot of the time, so they don't appreciate as much. But they're still really sick crowds, but yeah. Is there still the novelty of dubstep being kind of new here? Yeah, I'd say so, because dubstep's still constantly evolving, so everyone's still excited about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's been your favorite city so far on tour? Woo! Uh, right, so I played, I played uh, Baltimore, Denver, LA, and New York have been my favorite so far. Um, but this is looking shaping up to be quite a good one as well. So there's a term that they use to describe Baltimore audiences, and it's called ratchet. 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 Yeah, it means like people just going nuts. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can see that. Did you see some ratchet bitches at your show? I saw some ratchet mothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And this is a super crazy lifestyle. Just going all night, traveling all day. What, uh, what's been the biggest challenge with that? It's the waking up early to get flights after having no sleep in a hotel. 
If you say, if I say I play a two, two to a three set and then I've got to get up and be out of the door by five, which I was this morning, then yeah, I had no sleep. You look great for like waking up at five. I'm 49 years old. <laughs> You have had a very dark element. I mean, uh, you know, 50 caliber was your breakout hit, and then uh, mattress punch. It's all sort of a uh, macabre type of uh, epic type of thing, uh, showmanship. Where does that come from? Um, I don't know to be honest because I used to listen to Steps and Will Smith. Bring it. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. And then I heard uh, Cannibal Corpse on Ace Ventura, uh, the film, and then I was hooked to death metal till I was about 17, and then I started making drum and bass, really angry drum and bass. I think it just spawned from that, to be honest. And what's the mask for? Because sometimes people ask me to put a bag over my head, but I think you're doing it voluntarily, right? Yeah, people, are, people ask me the same question. <laughs> uh, the mask was a joke. I, ne I had it in my bag during my first ever gig, and my mate dared me to wear it, even though I wasn't planning to. Does that ever get uncomfortable? Yeah, every, every gig. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever, like, take a girl backstage and she's, like, really pleasantly surprised when you take her mask off? Um, <laughs> no, I have a girlfriend, so she knows what I look like already. <laughs> All right, lucky lady. Do you have any, like, uh, rituals that you do while you're on tour? Um, not while I'm on tour. I just, I just try to drink a lot of water and eat a lot of fruit while I'm on tour because it's easy to eat crap all the time. That's why you look so good. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm, doing my, I'm rubbing my body. Um... Yeah, no, not really on tour. Like I tried before, like I go on st stage, for instance, like ten minutes before, I'll put the mask on and I'll just try not to talk to anyone and just like get into a zone because I turn from this happy dude to this really weird nutcase on stage, which I can't. It pays off though, because that you got a lot of nuts in the audience, and that this is kind of the whole idea of this movement—just yeah. people expression through dance, through just going ratchet. Yeah, I've always believed in like when I was I used to perform in bands a lot, and I've always believed in having a big stage presence because it also gets the crowd going. So I've tried to incorporate what I used to do in like death metal and hardcore bands, and just bring it to the dubstep genre and go go crazy live. And do you have a name for that move with the hands? Uh, and what is, what is the significance of that? <laughs> that also was an accident. I was doing a, a photo shoot once, and we, I was doing all these stupid poses, and then I decided to go, ah, the and then everyone started using that picture for like flyers and stuff. And I thought, oh, I'll just make that a thing then. So I just started doing that, and everyone, it caught on really quickly. So, uh, yeah, that was nice. Do you ever um, tell people that you're a fun case and they don't believe you because they've never actually seen your face? Yep. <laughs> I was walking through my hometown, and I just played a gig, and a guy came and asked me for a cigarette. And I went, so, no, sorry, I've, uh, I've not, I don't smoke. And he, he went, why are you wearing a circus T-shirt? You like circus? I'm like, yeah, I like circus, yeah. <laughs> and then he soon realized who I was. He was like, oh, oh no, sorry, man. Yeah. I really wish I had a cigarette, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So what does uh, 2013 hold for you, for Funcase, for Dubstep, for what are your predictions? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I've, I'm doing a lot of experimental work at the moment. I'm still like keeping my sound, but I'm trying to do stuff that no one's really done yet. 
uh, and it's going to make people like go, whoa, what was that sort of thing. So um, yeah, I want to try and sort of break the mold a bit with uh, different ways of how you make dubstep and how it's portrayed. What do you, what are, can you give away any of your, what you're thinking about? Because, I mean, people have talked about dubstep needing to sort of reinvent itself because the same sounds are always being used. What are you, what are your, what are you anticipating? Um, to be honest, you can't really reinvent what's already, like, because pretty much, I've literally thought about this over and over every single day. You can't reinvent any of dubstep anymore because I'm pretty sure all of it's been done. Like, drum and bass was like hard, crazy stuff, and there was minimal stuff, but the minimal stuff was, wasn't really like breaking through. And then DJ Hazard started playing it and it broke through and then that reinvented dub, uh, drum and bass. But there's nothing like that in dubstep you can do because the deep stuff's already broken through, the hard stuff's already broken through, there's loads of soft stuff, there's loads of angry, hard, crazy stuff, there's everything. So like, unless you start molding genres in like trap and movement and stuff, that's the only way it can reinvent the whole scene as a, as a whole. Speaking of which, uh, recently there's been a lot of infiltration of dubstep into pop music. Once upon a time, a few mistakes ago, I was in your sights, you got me we see with Justin Bieber, we see with Taylor Swift. Do you think that this is a good thing for dubstep to kind of make it more palatable to those that aren't dub heads, or do you think that's diluting what we're doing? Um, yeah, I can see how it, how it easily makes people think it's diluting the uh, the scene, but it's I think I think it's brilliant for the scene because. Um, it's becoming the stage now where it's not an underground thing anymore, is it? It's a big global thing. Everyone knows about dubstep now. You mention it to an old guy and he'll go, oh, I've heard of dubstep, even though he might not have listened to it. What is uh, Teach Me The Dubstep? had to work with anybody in pop right now they like they called you up they're like listen you're our man we got this pop artist and where you're gonna make something super super dope what's it gonna be who's it gonna be i'd say ed sheeran bold choice i'm a huge huge fan of his album at the moment and it's like one of, becoming one of my favorite albums ever because I, I like the whole soft side of stuff but he's like he's a really good uh, branch out artist because he can do like rapping he can sing and like yeah he's not just one of those guys who just sits there and goes give me love he puts thought into things and he like stuff you can relate to and like just uh, just a whole more broad side of him basically. Cause lately I've been craving more. And it's been a while, but I still feel the same. Give Me Love by Ed Sheeran, a favorite of artist James Hazel, also known as Funt Case. He and Tony Cook, alias Cookie Monster, spoke with Molly and Ryan Martinez on New Year's Day at Echo Stage in Washington, D.C. About six weeks later, I caught up with the boys again, this time at Philadelphia's Soundgarden Hall. I asked Cookie Monster about his life since we'd last spoken. So what did you do when you first got back to the U? I want to call it Kizzy, but I won't. I'll say UK. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I fell asleep straight away and then woke up and then wrestled with my two-year-old son. Nice. And the cats in the cradle and the What's the two-year-old son's name? 
his first name is UFC, his second name is Champion. That's it, that's it, UFC Champion. I like that. I really... Future UFC Champion. Future UFC Champion. Yeah, I like the, I like the little edit you have there. You need to put like an Esquire there or something. Give me an artist that you haven't worked with yet that you really want to work with. That's a difficult question. I would really like to say the prodigy. So when I saw you uh, in DC, I like when you get on stage, you embrace them by waving one hand and then you flick them off in the other. So tell me about that dichotomy. You know, I like to um, swear at people. Um, on the streets, you can't do it. You know, you get in fights, you get arrested, but when you do it to crowd, they love it. about what is lying in the future for you artistically um these good plans coming up uh, just found out i can explore my production a lot more so i've got a more a lot more freedom so you felt restrained before no no it wasn't that it wasn't that it was like i won't say restrained but obviously being on a label we've got to make dubstep if you know what i mean but now being told the news that I've been told I can make dubstep but then do some other stuff as well. So where, what other sort of world are you trying to get into in music? I'm not even trying to get anywhere, I just yeah. want to make other stuff and get it out there. You know, I've got lots of stuff in the studio that's just sitting about. Cookie Monster branches out to Moombatone. This is called LMFA No from the Shady Bunch EP on Circus Records. Next, my update with Funk Case. State your name for the people. Real name James Hazel. Artist name Funk Case. So the last time I saw you was in Washington DC. You performed a very excellent elaborate show at Echo Stage. I'd never been to DC before and it was really really cool. We managed to walk around and see the uh, the White House and stuff but I uh, didn't get time to see Lincoln Memorial but the whole the gig itself the gig itself was absolutely amazing. Did you meet Obama? I didn't meet Obama. Yeah, apparently he's like my biggest fan but I just like I'm just like nah, I don't want to meet him. I've done a remix for um, some guys called Dead Audio and Autobots, which uh, is already on YouTube at the moment. Um, and I'm doing a lot of music at the moment, which is going to be released on Circus, but I can't state what it is yet because I'm pretty sure I'm sworn to secrecy and contract at the moment. Is Lanville going to be pissed? Lanville will be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> Lanville. Yeah, you don't want to piss off Lanville. Yeah. Exactly. 
Shout out to Lambo. I met him for the first time in DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, he is a G. He is a G. I recognize him from the photos, and he walked by. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, we've been emailing with this guy, so we gotta at least say what's up. Yeah. Towers over me, man is. So it's a, he's a good guy to know. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a strong man. Yeah. He's a strong man. Hey, son. have you not worked with that you really want to work with um i want to do a track with uh i was thinking about this the other day and i forget george michael george michael george michael's definitely one of them kate perry ed sheeran all them people you know i think it would work perfectly with me oh pretty lights that'd be a good one tiesto yep um avici me and avici we've made like 16 tracks already it's an album already done so (laughs) (laughs) oh sometimes When's this album coming out? Um, and what's it going to be called? In six hours, and it's called The Diary of a Very Bent Willy. Stop it, man! Stop it! It's a remix! For the sunshine, for the in the rain Bring back the song from back in the day Select a pen the music, DJ tell them what to play Select a pen the music, music, music Bring back the days when soul was sold And the tunes them used to play what is the longest amount of time that you spent in the studio? It's got to be quite recently, actually. Probably about, I think I did an 18-hour session. I think I, I can't remember what the exact time was I finished. I woke up at 7. I was in the studio by half 7, and I think I finished at, like, 3 in the morning or something like that. Like, how raw was this? Were you, like, wearing a diaper? Just, you didn't go to the bathroom? You just didn't. That sounds like a good idea, actually, you know? Oh, yeah, I had to do I had to do uh, diaper breaks, <laughs> eventually. It, it fuels the artistic process. Yeah, and it feels warm. <laughs> Funk Case with the track Ghosts from the Shady Bunch EP. Something out there a whole lot scarier than ghosts. Me. So we're going to wrap this up real quick, but before we do, we have a list of rapid fire questions for you. So just whatever comes to your mind. First, first thing. Okay, ready? Weirdest thing that's been thrown on stage? Pot noodle. Describe Flux Pavilion in one word. Eccentric. Would you rather be a fish or a bird? Bird. What's your favorite Judy Dench movie? The porn one. <laughs> I think I missed that one. I'm going to cue that up on Netflix. Which Spice Girl would you kiss at midnight? Oh, uh, sporty. Mm, Soul choice. One New Year's resolution. Uh, drive. Uh, okay. If you had to rename yourself right now, what would it be? Cool guy. <laughs> One thing you need to know in this business. Uh, positivity. What's the strangest American tradition you've seen? Um, American guys whooping. What is that? Where they go, woo! Like that. All right, Kate Middleton or Kate Upton? Middleton. What's your favorite song of yours? Of mine? Uh, probably 50 Caliber. This is the 223 round. It is the standard round for most US military rifles. This is the 308. Uh, it is the standard round for the AK 47. 
have a list of rapid fire questions for you. So I want you to answer as quickly and as honestly as you can. Are you ready no. to enter the rapid fire round? Okay, weirdest thing that's been thrown on stage? Um, um, a banana. <laughs> or were they just happy to see you? <laughs> What's your uh, before show ritual? Cleaning my CDs. Describe Funt Case in one word. Couldn't. <laughs> What's one year's resolution? Um, drink more. Great one. What other Sesame Street characters do you flux with? Grouch. Uh, yeah. Piercings or tattoos? Oh, tattoos. Easily tattoos. Do you love this shit? No. Are you high right now? No. Do you ever get nervous? No. Are you single? I heard you fuck your girl. Is it true? You getting money? You think them niggas you with is with you? And I say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking right. Fucking right. All right. And we say, hell yeah. Cookie Monster, thank you so much for joining us. Molly and Ryan Martinez interviewing Cookie Monster and Funk Case as only they can. Molly tweets at Ye Old English and has a webpage, mollymartinez.com. Ryan can be found at facebook.com slash Domer Art Collective. Many thanks to Emily, Lanville, Brendan, Maximum Boost, Circus Records, Echo Stage, Soundgarden Hall, and of course, the homies at Steez Promo. Linthicum Heights stand up! Look out for Circus 2, presented by Cookie Monster and Funk Case, dropping on May 13th on Circus Records. Find more information at circus-records.co.uk. You can see Cookie Monster and Funk Case on tour in the U.S. during the months of May and June. For a list of their tour stops, visit madcapdc.org. Baby, you understand me now. This is Cookie Monster, you listen to Madcap DC. MadcapDC.org, on Facebook, Twitter, and the Stitch Rap at MadcapDC. Okay, one, two, three. Cheese is made of lion's vagina juice. Infinite Wisdom by Cookie Monster. Thank you very much. is produced by Dan Bloom, David Ross, and Afim Shapiro.